Okay, so we're starting today, daf, bottom of Daf Ein Gimel Amid Beis. Today's Daf Ein Dalit Hazera. Right, it's winnowing, Haberer, Hatoichen. That's picking one from the other. Toichen is grinding, Marake is sifting. So the Gemara wants to understand Hainu Zaira, Hainu Boirer, Hainu Marakid. That all these um, malachas, they basically function, they serve one central purpose, and that is to be mafresh Eichel from Pseilis. All these things are away from, you know, separating the wheat from the chaff. So the question is, why do I need, why did, why did, why did the Torah have to list four different Avis malachas to all accomplish the same thing? So Abai Rabba, Amitarvayu, they say the Komilsa the Havya Bemishgan, Afalgab the Ika the Damyala Khashavla, that it's because these were functions in the Mishkan, and therefore the it wasn't just the Malachas Shabbos aren't just about um, the general ideas of what's in the Mishkan, but it's also the specifics. The specifics that Malachas that were done in the Mishkan, therefore, since these were done in the Mishkan, therefore we list it. But the Khashav Nami Kaitesh, what about um, you know, smashing. So we have Teichen is grinding. Kaitesh would be to like pound or smash it. So it's like one other malacha. What about that one? Why don't we list that one? Amar Abaya. Shekain ani eichel pitoy sisha. That's because it's not necessary. We don't list it as one of the Avas malachas because we, in our Mishnah, we took what was originally Bishal in the Mishkan and we decided to learn Bishal and we changed it to Eifel, right? We said it was the 11 malachas, first 11 we listed were of baking bread. And even though really in the Mishkan, they didn't bake bread. Again, according to Smachlikas, we're showing whether the malachas are um, the things we actually did in setting up the Mishkan or in the operations of the Mishkan. Rashi learns is all in the operations. It's all in the setting up of the Mishkan. And there was no bread in the setting up of the Mishkan. There was no ongoing. Yes, you have lechem upon him, but there was no in the setting of the Mishkan. But you did have, in, or, in order to make the Mishkan, you did need dye. And what you needed to do in order to make dye was to cook. But in our, in our Mishnah, we switched from cooking to baking. When we listed the functions of all these things of, of Bishal, we change it to Eifa. And therefore, Kaitesh is now not listed because it's not one of the things that's necessary for making bread. Because it's not universal. And like we said, since in the Mishnah, in the Mishkan, we didn't discuss the Avos Malachas, we changed it from Bishal to Eifa. So therefore, we're now subject to whatever would have been Eifa. And, um, right? and therefore, um, we don't list it. Now, even though, so what's important, and Rashi speaks this out, even though Ksisha was necessary for Samanim, you would have to not just grind, you would have to do this Ksisha. And therefore, Ksisha is considered an Av Malacha. It's just not counted in our, Mish- in our Mishnah. It's not one of the ones we count. But it is an Av Malacha. Rava Amar, Rava says, that, so that was one answer. Rava Amar Hamani Rebihi, that it's Rebi, the Amar Avos Malchas Arbaim Chasar Achas. And we can't. He says, you know why Kaitesh isn't listed? Is because then we'll have 40 and we have to only have 39 Malachas. Okay, well, I have very good candidates that we could have, um, we could have uh, truncated the, the, all these. Get rid of one of these because they all function as the same purpose. And then we could have added Ksisha. So the Gemara says, so therefore, we take that Kasha on the Gemara says, You have to go back and say like Abaya that 
since we change things to Eifeh, and um, within the process of Eifeh, we did not, this is not universal, and therefore we only list things that would have been in the Mishkan, um, and that's why we don't mention Ksisha. Okay, now we're going to move on to Beirer. So, the Gemara is going to start here. It says, Tan Rabbanan. So just to tell, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll start at the end and then go to, go to the beginning. Um, the Gemara here is going to bring a Brisa that has a stira Mineube. The, the, the stira says, you can do Beirer, you can do Beirer, you shouldn't do Beirer, and if you do it, you're Chayi V'chatas. So it's a stira. Which one? Should you do Beirer or not? And what the Gemara is going to say is basically it's going to bring down five Amoraim to, um, that we're going to go through. Of the, of the five, two of them, we asked kashas on four of them, but the first two kashas you'll see are different than the last two kashas. And what we see is that in the Mishnah Brewer brings this down, the Shulchan Aruch brings, Shulchan Aruch brings it down. Burr means to separate two things from each other. So the, the Shulchan Aruch discusses that there are three ways in which Burr is mutter, completely mutter on Shabbos. And you have three conditions. That is that if you do a biyad, if you do bayer with your hands, so let's say you um, separate the orange from the peel, okay, uh, not necessarily peeling it, but you separate the two with your hand, that would be okay. If it's miyad, you do it to eat immediately, and if you take the oichel mitoch pseilus, if you take the good food from the bad food, then these are this is the mutter way to do bayer if you have all three. And we're going to see from the Gemara is that we're going to discuss these all as independent shitas, and then, um, but this is what the Shulchan Aruch will use to form his opinion. So, if you want, it's completely optional. I'll put up the chart here that I prepared. I was going to review it, but I can put it up, and we can kind of go through it together. Don't look at the chart yet. I'll start the Gemara, and then we'll go through the chart together. Okay. Tana Rabbanon. Bryce says, Hayu of mine oichlin. If you have all different types of, you, you have multiple types of food. You can do to eat. You can do and leave it. You should not do Right? So my kamar, that's a stira. Amar ula, pshat number one. Hachi kamar. To eat that day. You can You can do to um, you know, to eat on sometime on, to eat the food sometime on Shabbos, you can do bayer in order to prepare the food to be eaten at some point on Shabbos. However, you can't do bayer to prepare for Sunday. If you did bayer to prepare for Sunday, chayev chatas. If bayer is a malacha that's aser, then it's aser to do on Shabbos, even for Shabbos. You can't bake on Shabbos for Shabbos. You can't cook on Shabbos for Shabbos. So why would Beirer be any different? So the Gemara answers, What you can do is you can do Beirer on less than a shear. You can do Beirer to eat right now. You can do, you can do if it's Pachos Mikashir, you can do Beirer to eat later if it's Pachos Mikashir. Okay, uchishir and a full shear that you'd be chayiv on lo yivarer. You should not do bayer. Then bir chayiv chatas. Okay, 
And, and if you did buy her, you're going to be chayav achatas. All malachas of Shabbos are usher to do pachas mikashir. Now, you're not going to be chayav on it, but you're not allowed to lecharchila do it. So how could we say, that sounds like it's mutter to do lecharchila. Hello, I'm Rav Yesef, the third answer. And here we're going to learn our first din in Bayer when it's mutter. Bayer v'oichel biyad, Bayer v'oichel biyad. You can do Bayer to, um, as long as you're doing the Bayer with your hands, you're separating the good from the bad with your hands, then you are allowed to do it. Whether it's Bayer v'oichel biyad to eat right now, Bayer v'oichel biyad, you can do Bayer with your hands and leave it over for later. Because, one should not do that's because it's not biyad. These are certain kalim. So kanun is a funnel, but it's a certain type of kli. Uvatamchoy is a plate, lo yivarer. Don't do bayrer with a kli. The imbirer potter. However, if you did bayrer with these kalim, since these are not kalim that are made to separate food, it's considered klacher yad, and you're going to be potter. Avil aser, right? It's v'imbirer potter avil aser. If you used a kanun and a tamchoy, again, these are kalim that are not made to separate foods, but they are kalim. Then it's considered klacher yad and potter avil aser, like any malacha klacher yad. Uvenafa, and with a sieve, uvekivra. These are types of sieves, right? One is uh, it can it can. Um, there's like levels, right? One will, will separate the bigger pieces, one will separate the smaller pieces. So, but these are levels of sieves, right? So lo yivarer, you can't do bayer with a sieve that is a kli made to separate psalas from eichel and eichel from psalas. The imbirer, if you did bayer with those, chayev chatos, you will be chayev chatos. Maskev hamnuna. Amnuna asks on that shot, The Brisa just says you can do It doesn't talk about Kalim at all. So how could you say that it's only dependent on Yad Kalim? There, there must be something else. There must be something else that determines whether you're allowed to do Bar or not. You can do Bar if you take the Eichel, the good food, from the psalis, the bad food, you can do to for later on Shabbos, not just for right now, for when you want to eat this second, if, what? If you're taking the good food from the bad food. But, that you cannot take the bad from the good. If you did do that, then that is considered to which Abaya is going to ask, Maskifla Abaya, We never discussed Eichel Mitech Pselis. Okay, the Bryce didn't discuss it. Ella Amar Abaya. Abaya comes up with the fifth shot, which we're not going to ask Akasha on. You can do Bayer to eat immediately. You can do Bayer and put it aside for others to be eaten immediately. But for later in the day, you can't do bayrer. If you did bayrer to be eaten later on, then it's like you were bayrer for storage. Chayev chatos. Just the same question as before. It's just like, okay, what if I'm doing bayrer for today? Okay, I'm doing immediately. So can I bake for it immediately? 
immediately? So no, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll explain to you. There's a big, there's, there's, there is a big difference between the first two questions and the last two questions. Okay, the first two questions are saying structurally there's something wrong with what we said. The malacha itself is usher. On the last two questions, we were just saying the brisa doesn't mention these qualifications. So it's not a real kasha. It just, it just, it doesn't sit well because the brisa didn't say it. There's many times the brisa doesn't say something and we can still learn that that's shot. And Taka, like I explained, let me just do this last one. Amr Rabbanan Kameh Rabba, Amr Luhu, right? The Rabbanan said in front of Amr Luhu, said to them, Shapir Amr Nachmini, that Abaya had a good shot. Okay? So there are many times that that there are many times where we, we add color to the brysa. And the proof here is in the pudding that Lamaisa, the Shulchan Aruch, Paskins, like all of these last three. The first two, we don't entertain because those we slugged up. Like, of course, you can't say that you're allowed to do a malacha just for that day. Of course, you can't say that you're allowed to do a malacha pachas mikashir. Those are out. Now, what about biyad, oichem ipselis, and miyad? Well, biyad and oichem ipselis, which we ask that the Bryce doesn't discuss it, but we're still going to keep those. Those are reasonable uh, explanations. So if you want to just look at the chart now, and then we can go weiter, and we'll come back to the rest of this here. So we add in the Bryce, all right? It said, Tanar Abanan, Hayu Lefanov, Okay, so I put it into basically explaining the Gemara. Ula said, what does that mean? It's bay bayim. You can do bayim for that day. Bayim eniach, bay bayim. If you're going to eat the food that day, you can do bayim. But you can't do it for the next day. And if you did it for the next day, you're going to be chayav achatas. To which we asked, right? To which we asked, what do you mean? You can't do a malacha on Shabbos. Just because it's bayim bayim, that's not a good answer. And then Rav Chista tried to answer that... You can do bayer pachas mikishir, bayer meniach pachas mikishir, but you cannot do bayer for a shear. And if you did it for the full shear, chayv chatos. And to that we asked, what do you mean? You you can't do any malacha pachas mikishir. Okay, so those are out. Now, if you see, I highlighted here in yellow. The Rav Yosef says bayer v'yechel biyad. You do it with your hands. And the reason I highlighted these in yellow is because this is what will actually. There are three. You see, each one of these shittas contributed to the heter of Bayer. Halacha Lamaisa, the heter of Bayer is and These three shittas all contributed. So the kashas we ask on them aren't kashas, we're not slugging up their concept. We're just saying that's not the uh, you know, exact or preferred answer of the Gemara, that the other within between Yasef and Abaya, they're all arguing within their, within themselves. So Yasef, like we said, said Bayer Bayer If you if you do Bayer with your hand, that's okay. Um, you can do it to eat later in the day for Shal Shudas, right? So Shabbos morning, you can, you can do Bayer Biyati Shal Shudas, but you cannot do Bayer with Kalim, even if they're not Kalim that are, um, even if they're not Kalim that are, um, meant for sifting, okay? Um, but if you did it with sifting Kalim and Nafa and Kivra, then you're going to be Echatas. To that we ask Midi Kunayin, we never discuss Kalim, okay? Rav Nuna said that you can do it Eichel from Pseilis. If you take the Eichel from the Pseilis, you can do Bayer. Okay, the food from the... So let's say Eichel from Pseilis would be like the chicken from the bone because you want to eat the chicken, but you may not remove the bones from the chicken. That would be a problem. Okay, and then he says, Don't take the bones from the chicken. And if you did it, it's Chayiv Chatos, right? If you remove the, the bones from the chicken, that is considered Bayer Midar Raisa. And Abaya... He explained, he explained, he was the, the final explanation. He said, it's to eat immediately, okay? Whether you're eating it for yourself or 
you're serving it on the, uh, for, for Archim on the table, doesn't matter. Either way, you're allowed to do Bayer if it's going to be eaten immediately. But you cannot do Bayer for even later on Shabbos. You're not allowed to, um, you know, let's say, separate the chicken from the bone to be eaten for Shalashudas. It has to only be for the suda that's in front of you. But, and if you did, then it's, it's again, it's like you did bar and you're going to be chayev echatos. Okay, and those are the halacha lamaisa um, explanations on bar. Now, um, uh, back in the Gemara over here, about eight lines up from the bottom of Ayin Dalad Amad Aleph, if you had two types of food, Let's say you did bayrer to eat now, and you did bayrer to eat later on. Ravashi masni potter. Ravashi says that you're going to be potter. Ravirmi ami difti masni chayiv. He says you're chayiv. Ravashi masni potter that you're going to be potter again. This is to eat later. What are you talking about? Vahatani chayiv. We said, and we liked Abaya's shot. We said that in Abaya, if you do bayrer to eat later, you're going to be chayiv. Gemara says, like Hasha, Vitamchoi, Kivra. So we already see a, 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 a you know a compiling of shitas over here. It says it depends which Kaylee you do it with, that it's only gonna be a problem, these Mandam hold it's only gonna be a problem to do um, you know to to uh um Lachar's man's only gonna be a problem if it's done with the wrong type of clee. But if it's done with the right type of clee, then it won't be a problem. At all. Kiyas Rabdimi. When Rabdimi came, Omar, Shabsad Rabbibi Havya. It was the Shabbos. It was Rabbibi Shabbos. Be'eklu Rabami Rabasi. Rabami and Rabasi went to, uh, you know, to, to, to go visit. Shada Kamayu Kalkala de Peri. He threw a basket of fruits in front of them. Veloyadana, and I don't know why he threw the baskets of fruits. There's two reasons. Imishim de Savar Aser. That inside this basket you had, let's say, a fruit with a bunch of branches, and he didn't want to pick the fruit out of the basket and serve them the fruit because he held that Eichel Mitech Pselis was Aser to pick. So he kind of chucked the basket in front of them and let them do it on their own. Imishim Ayin Yafahu de Mechavin. Or it was a way to show, like, take it all. Like, I don't, you know, he was, Ayin Yafa, that he was being very generous with, with the food that he was serving his guests. I don't know. Chizki Amar. Chizki says, Habayrer Turmisim Mitech Pselis Shalahen Chayev. If you do bayer on termisim are a type of bean. I think it's called a lupine. Okay? So it's a bean. We had it in brachas. Uh, so if you, if you, let's say, you take the, the meat of the bean, the flesh of the bean, out of the bean, then, so, and that is, termisim is eichel mitoich pseles, which we said was fine. Right? He's going to, he says chayev. Does that mean that Chizkiah holds that taking Eichel from Pselis? I thought that that was the way to do Bayer in the good way. To take the chicken from the bone and not the bone from the chicken. So you want to say it's Aser? And where it says, no, Shani Trumisim, that these Trumisim, these Lubines, they have a special din. Because these beans, in order to sweeten them, to, prop- to effectively sweeten them, you would have to cook them seven times. The Eloi Shaklile, Misrach, and if you don't take them out of the shell, they will spoil. And it is like meaning that what the um, Rashi explains is that 
the Eichel could also be considered a Psylus. Because if you leave it in there, it actually is Psylus. Part of it you'll eat, part of it you won't eat. You'll always leave some left in the, um, you know, either in the shell. And therefore, the entire flesh of the bean has a status of not just Eichel, even though part of it you'll eat, it has a status of Psylus as well. And therefore, since any part of the flesh is subject to being left in, therefore, when you take specific to lupines, because they're cooked so many times, when you take part of it, it's, you can't just say that the part you're taking just because you're going to eat it is considered However, it all has a din on some level of psalus, and therefore we are machmer on it that we say it's like taking psalus mitach eichel, and that's why Chizkiah said is din specifically by lupines, but it does not mean that he holds that eichel mitach psalus is aser. In fact, uh, it seems like he would hold eichel mitach psalus is going to be mutter in general. Again, it's just an exception by these lupine beans that it would be a problem. Moving on to the next malacha in the Mishnah, Hatoichin, grinding. Amara Papa, Haimam Deforim Silka. Somebody that cut up, okay, they die, they minced beets. So they 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 you know minced is you cut it up to where it's really, really t- tiny. You're gonna be chayim. you're gonna be chayim Mishim Toichin. Okay, that even though you're not actually grinding it like with a, a tool or anything like that, but you're cutting it up so finely that it's considered minced, and that would be considered teichen. Amar Rav Menasha, Haiman desolis silti. If somebody chops up wood chips really, really small, chayv mishim teichen. That's also again cutting really small is in effect doing the same action as grinding. Amar Rav Ashi, Ashi says ikapud amishchasa. If you're cutting them up. To a specific size, chayev mishemachatech. Then you're actually mechayev to number one for cutting them really small and grinding, and number two, you'll also be mechayev because you're not allowed to cut things to a specific size. That was a malacha we discussed by the section of uh, preparing leathers, preparing hides for leather. That if you cut things to a specific size, that is the avera of mechatech. The halashva that's kneading and baking. So the Gemara wants to understand Amara Papa Shabbatani Dam Bishal Samimanim Tahavid Mishkan, and we discussed this already. In the Mishkan, we had Bishal Samimanim. They, in other words, and the way, like I explained, Rashi explains this. Rashi Shita is on these Mishnas that the thirty-nine Malachas are all things that were done in preparing to build the Mishkan. So we needed to cook dyes in order to dye the the threads and the wool. Okay, we didn't have, in preparing the Mishkan, we didn't have the Malacha of Eifah. So we want to understand, why did we, in the Mishnah, why did we go from Bishul Samimanim, that existed in the Mishnah, in the Mishkan, why did we learn it all together, Eifah of baking? So the Gemara says, Tanadidon, Sidurid the Pasnakat, that he started with Pas, meaning he started with Zoyreya, Koitzer. So he went through all these Malachas, and they, he did it, the Tana started doing these things as if one was farming to prepare pas. And therefore, we didn't end with Bishel, we ended up the same way we went through the process was assuming baking, so too we ended baking. Somebody who throws a peg into an oven, Chayiv Misha Mavashel. You're going to be Chayiv for cooking, right? So you take a, a peg 
that is uh, somewhat moist, okay, and you throw it into the oven, what's the purpose? Sheyiskasha, that it should become hard. So you want to strengthen it, right? So if you had a piece of wood that was a little soft, right? So it was, a little, it was moist, so it was soft. So you take the peg and you throw it into the oven and now it dries out the, uh, dries out the liquid. Now it becomes a hard peg, becomes a strong peg. peg. So you're going to be chayiv misham mevashel. So the Gemara says, pshita. Of course, you cooked it. Ma'u de tema, the Gemara says, no, lishru You might think that what it is cooking, cooking is breaking something down. When you cook it, you change its state. You go from, you go from uh, hard to soft, soft to hard, either way, right? In other words, whether it's bishel or eifah, either way, it, you're changing the physical state, the, uh, the molecular state of the food or of the thing that you're cooking, you're changing its state. So the Gemara here has a havamina to say that since when you take a peg, you throw it in the oven, it is a hard peg, and it continues to be a hard peg, and, and you make it an even harder peg, maybe that shouldn't be the, the malacha of Bishel, because it's not like taking uh, flour, something that has a soft you know, molecular state, and baking it into something hard. It's not the same. So, you're, you're only going to be mechazek it, that you're strengthening it, so it's not real Bishel, it's not real cooking. Kamash Malan, the Mirfa Rafi, that you actually make it weaker, and therefore it does go through a change. Vahadar Kamet, so when you take this wet peg and you put it in the oven, first it breaks down, and then it cooks hard. So it, do, it is going through a molecular change, and therefore you are going to be Chayev Misham Bishel. Huna, Haiman de Arsach Kufra, same basic din, somebody who heats up pitch. Chayiv misham avashal. In chayiv misham avashal, pshita the Gemara says, of course, you're heating it up, you're cooking it. Ma'odetema kima dehader ve'ikushe. Since the pitch goes from like a, a, a hard, so it goes from hard, and it ends even harder. Right, the, the heating of the pitch will make it is like the final step. So pitch, it, when it, it through the process, it goes hard, soft, hard. So you would have thought since it ends up hard, taking something that is hard. And making it hard, right? Like it's like we said by the peg, to take it from a um, somewhat softer peg, but to harden it, so it was a physical state. You know, it was a solid state, and you it ends up being a solid state. Maybe that's not considered a bishul. Same answer, right? Same din. That again, since it goes from a solid to a softer or a liquid. And then goes back into a solid. So it does, it is first uh, Mirfa Rafi. It does go through this molecular change to soften it. And therefore, that is where you're Chayiv on Bishel. Even though it ends up, you end up with a product that was very similar to what you started with, that were both solid and were both hard. Since it goes through that change, that is the Malacha of Bishel, the Malacha of Eifa. That is, that is what this Malacha is. Amar Rava. Rava says, Haiman Da'avid Chavisa. Somebody who makes a barrel, okay, he is going to be over Mishum, Chayiv Mishum Shevachatos. He is Chayiv seven Chatos, is seven Chatoses, okay. Um, that is, you're making a barrel, and Rashi goes through all these. It's Teichen, Beirer, Merake, Losh, Memachek. Maver mavashal, right? So you're grinding. It's all done to the manufacture of this barrel. You're grinding. You separate the good from the bad. You sift. 
you need, right? Because also to make a clay barrel, you have to need your mamachek, um, right? You, you remove certain particles, you burn it, right? You have to fire up the kiln and your mavashel. So you light a fire and then you cook, you cook the cheres and that's how you make it. Tanur, says the Gemara, Tanura chay mishim shmaina. You have to add makabapatish because that when it comes to a barrel made out of cheres, so you finish the process, you finish cooking it, and it's done. It's usable right then and there. A tanner requires to a final layer, like a protective film. Okay, so therefore we're going to add on. By doing that, that is makabapatish. You're now finalizing the kli, and therefore you're going to be mechayev, an additional one on top of the making of the barrel of cheres. You make a basket. So if you make a basket out of reeds, you're going to chayev 11 chatoises. Okay, that in the manufacturing process of this basket, it's going to be 11. Kaitzer, you cut them. Natua, you're going to plant. Ma'amer, okay, you, you create bundles. Be'er, you separate the good from the bad. Ma'amachek, that again, you uh, prepare it. Teichen, um, you grind it. Mechatech, you cut, you cut the reeds down to side. Mesach, you weave them. Bez batenirin, that we said was also that you have to thread two parts in. So you know that you're creating a weave. Oireg is a weave. Makabapatish. And then the final. So these are the 11 malachas in making of the basket. The chayta lefume. And if you put a rim around the basket, then you have to add two more. Chayv mishum. Shleishes Take the 11 from the standard basket making process. And you have to add two more, which is sewing and tying. That you have to sew the rim, and you have to tie the knots together at the end, otherwise the whole thing will come apart. Okay, the next malachas, agaizes is a tzemra malabnai. If you shear the wool and or you whiten it, hatova tzemer If you were to spin the wool on the animal, so you created a wool uh, thread while it's still on the animal. You didn't shear it off. You're chay of three. Achas v'shem geizes, you're chay v'shem geizes, which is shearing. V'achas v'shem manafets, that is combing. Because in order to uh, make it into a thread, you'd have to do manafets, you'd have to comb it. V'achas v'shem taba, and that's for spinning it. So if you went ahead and you turned the wool on the sheep into string while it was still on the sheep, you're chay for these three. Rav Kahana Amar, he says, no, this is all a shinoi. Ain't derech geziza bakach. This is not the way to shear. You don't do it while it's on the animal. You don't comb while it's on the animal. You don't spin the yarn while it's on the animal. And therefore, you're not going to be chayiv. These are all, you're going to be putter. Putter, it's usher, but you're going to be putter because it's malacha kalach yad, like we saw by Barer, that if you do the malacha kalach yad, that is putter. We just had, we had this in Bayakal Pekudeh. So we said that in the final Malachas of the Mishkan, that there was a Maisa Uman, the woman who made the special way that they made the, uh, um, the wools in the Mishkan, were they would actually do this. They would, they would make the wool on the sheep itself. So we see that spinning the yarn on the behema is considered spinning. That is considered manufacturing, even though... Um, you know, th- th- even though this is not the way it's normally done in a manufacturing plant, but we see this is the way that it was done in the Mishkan. So the Gemara says, Chachmi Yisei shiny that that was considered a super Misa Omnis, and therefore for a regular person, it's considered weird. Unless you're a super Uman, you know how to do this, 
then um, you're, it, for, every, for every regular person, you would be considered, it would be considered kalachar yad, it would be considered a malacha kalachar yad, if, as long as you're not, it's, it's considered a chachma yisera, and therefore if you're not a master um, uh, string maker on the animal, then for you it would be considered kalachar yad, and that's why you'd be potter. Somebody who plucks the central feather of a bird. You clip the feather. You pull off the hair. You're going to be three chatas. Which ones? That's plucking the feather. That is shearing. Clipping the feather, that's chayv misha mechatech, because you're cutting it down to size. That's mechatech, is you cut something down to size. And memarate, okay, when you pluck off the hair, chayv misha mem... Huh? I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, no, me too. David. Yeah, where did I lose you? over there for a minute. Okay, where did I... Go back, I'll go back. One line. One line, I would assume. Tanra banan, hatelish? Yeah. Okay. Someone who plucks the feather of a bird. You clip the feather, so you cut, you, you like clip the wings, you cut part of it. You, you de-feather it, you take off the hair. You're going to have three chatos. He explains, what, what are these three? If you pluck the feather, that's, that's shearing, right? You're taking the feather off. You clipping the feather, clipping or cutting a specific feather down to size, that is mechatech, that's like cutting the uh, uh, hides to a specific size. And taking off the hair, that is mechatech, that's smoothing, you are uh, removing the hair, like we said, removing the hair from the skin or the hide of the animal, so that is a malacha of mechatech, and that's why you're going to be chayev three things by these feathers. Hakoysher v'hamater, tying and untying. Kshir b'mishkan hechahava, affecting Amara, where was their tying in the Mishkan? Amarava shekin kushin b'yisei desoylem, they would tie the pegs, they would, in other words, they would, in, they would stick the pegs in the ground and they would tie um, the material to these pegs. Affecting Amara, who kushin v'nas lahater, who, every time they set up the Mishkan, <laughs> that was done every single time. In other words, we're assuming that the, that these malachas in the Mishkan were done in the initial building of the Mishkan. So now we're asking, what do you mean? How could you say that kosher was the pegs? The, pe- the, the pegs, every time the Mishkan went up and, went and, and got taken back down, those pegs needed to be untied. So when you tied the material to the pegs to keep the Mishkan up, that is, by its nature, kosher manas lahater. It's not a long-term knot. It's always done as a temporary measure because you're going to pull the Mishkan down. And therefore, that is not, um, that is not subject to this malacha. It's, we need something that has staying power. Elo Amar Abaya, the weavers of the, of the, um, the curtains, if they would get, um, you know, uh, broken, right, they would get torn, that they would tie, they would tie it together so again, in the repairs of the ureas, in the making of the ureas, and the repairs of the ureas, they would have to tie certain threads to repair the curtain. Rava, Taratsta Kaisher. In other words, the curtains were woven initially, but to repair them, you'd have to do kshira 
you'd have to do tying. Where are you going to find matir untying in the Mishkan? That if you have two strings, so that there was a certain way of doing the repair process where you would thread in two strings, okay? Uh, you tie them together, uh, you, you would thread in two strings together and then one of the strings you would cut off later and the other one you would tie in. So right? That's, this is a way to do repairs for a hole. Hashda a hole in the urea. Hashda for the mouth buster for dumb anus and cane. It's not very nice. You wouldn't you wouldn't go ahead and do this makeshift uh, patch almost of the material. You know you would reweave. So you want to say in the Mishkan that they used to do these uh, ghetto looking repairs. You know they used to do patchwork in the Mishkan. No, they had to reweave. So what are you talking about? We didn't do a tying and untying in the repair process. That the nets that they used to trap the chilazan fish, the fish that used to make the tcheles, so those, they had to be kaisher, those they would tie and untie these nets, and that is how you have the malacha of kaisher and matir in preparation of the mishkan. That final, final, um, Final little sugi here by Tefer states Firais and stitching two stitches. When you just put two stitches in something, it doesn't last. That you actually tied them afterwards. So part it's not just enough to put two stitches in, it's you tie them as well afterwards. Send me. Review sheet out. A lot of information on today's DAF. Is the uh, the Bryce of Atelishus a knaf with the feathers that's talking about a live bird or a dead bird? Um, why not why not a dead bird? Why wouldn't it be the same thing? I don't know. I I don't I don't know that they would be any different. So anyway, so we decided, we started with Zerir Bayer Teichen and Right, we discussed. We started with um, uh, explaining why we needed four different malachas, and we said that's because they're all in the Mishka, Mishka, Mikdash, and therefore, or in the Mishkan, and they were part of the Seder Tchilas Lapas. Um, we went through the case of Bayer that we went through at the time, um, and we ended there with we had a machlekes in Rabashi We said if your Bayer beis mina from the Pselas for for after you know for a later time. Ravashi said, you're potter, and we wanted to explain it, that that was in a k'nain, or a tamchoy, that was a kli k'lachar yad. Okay, but Ravashi would agree that you're chayiv, even if you did it, if you did it in a, um, in, in, in a, in a real sifting kli, he's going to agree you're going to be chayiv. Rav Yirmiya holds, he argues on Ravashi, he says, even in a kli k'lachar yad, you're still going to be chayiv. Rav Dimi says, um, it was a Shabbos or a Bibi, he didn't know Remember, he brought down, he didn't know where he threw out the basket, he threw the basket full of fruit in front of them. He didn't know why he threw it, either because he didn't want to do bayer himself, or um, because he was just trying to be very generous with the portions. So we didn't know if he argued on this concept of Abaya, uh, I'm sorry, on Rebbe Mnuna, who said that you can, that bayer is mutter with Eichel Mipselis. Chizkiah, you know, we asked about Chizkiah with the lupines, with his trimusim beans, and we wanted to know 
Um, does that mean he, he holds that Eichomitech uh, Pseles is not necessarily uh, okay? So no, that there could be that those lupine beans have a din of Pseles Mitech Eichel, and that's why they're a problem. Then we discussed the Malach of Teichen. We said if you chop, if you mince um, a beets or wood chips, you're going to be chayiv. And with the wood chips, if you're trying to cut them to a specific size, then you would add tack on not just the melach of teichin, but also you'd be chayav of cutting something down to size. We discussed lashva eifa, kneading and baking. Even though in the mishkan cooking was uh, brought in the format of bishul samamanim, that really we just wanted to make dyes. We started the tana started with the seder of pas. We started with zareya kaitz. We went through all the uh, things um, in regards to preparing for pas. Okay, and therefore we swapped out Bishel with Eifa. We said, we, we, we went into the molecular understanding or the, or the changes, the physical changes, or the molecular changes of baking. And we said that if you throw a peg into the oven, right, a wet peg into the oven to harden it, okay, or a pitch into, you heat up pitch, you're going to be chayiv. Why? Because we said both of these things, yes, even though they started hard and they end hard, but since they go through a change during the process, the iser of bishel or aifa is, is softening things. And these, they start hard, they soften, and then they get hard later. Um, Rava said, if you make a barrel, you're chayiv seven. And I listed the seven here. And a tanner is eight, you add makopatish. Uh, you make a basket, is 11 malachas, all listed here, there in Rashi. And if you... Um, if you uh, <clears throat> if you sew a rim onto this basket, so you're going to add two more tying and untying. We discussed geyser September Malabna that uh, shearing the wool and um, right. So um, Rabbi Yechonin said if you were tub on the behema, you're going to be chayiv uh, three. Okay, that if you were if you spun the wool into yarn on the animal. Three things. Geizes menafets tava and Rav Kahana argued on that. He said that no, these are not considered normal. And even though it was done in the Mishkan this way, that they did create the yarn on the animal itself for the yiriyos, that that was a chachma yisera. But for a regular person, that would not be considered a normal way to do the malacha, and you're, you're not going to be chayiv. You're a pater. Right, and we had toilish kaimtem roiter. We talked about the, the feathers on the bird. That chayiv uh, same three. That toilish, when you pluck the feather, that is geizes, that is like shearing. Koitem, when you um, when you clip the feather, that is machatech, you're like cutting down the feather to size. Mamaret, when you take, when you defeather it, then it's mamachek, it's like removing the hairs from the hides. And then we discuss kosher mater. We tried to answer that what is the case of kosher mater in the oil, that it was the pegs. We said that's a problem because pegs were only temporary. And Abaya wanted to say that it was done for repairing the areas. And we said that that, uh, that wouldn't really make sense because it's not a nice way to do repairs. Um, for a king, you would have to reweave. And therefore, we said that what was kosher mater? That was to create nets for the chilazain. And the final malacha we discussed today was two stitches. We said that it's not good enough to just do two stitches because if you just stitch twice and you don't tie it afterwards, then uh, your stitches don't last. So therefore, it must be that you tie after doing the two stitches. No problem.